All right, we are live to YouTube as well, so it is all yours, Mila. Oh, hello. Uh, welcome back to Other Words for Horror. This is your host, Mila. And um, if you haven't been here before, this is a sex work podcast for sex workers. Is your microphone on? I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> Take I knew two. that that sounded terrible. I thought it was me, too. I was, I was like, like, what the fuck's going on? I now. was like, what the fuck? Okay. Back to one. God damn it. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, welcome to Other Roots for Horror. <laughs> this is your host, Mila, and we're back at it again. Um, if you haven't been here before, this is a sex worker hosted podcasts for sex workers and like all things you know surrounding that area of adult entertainment mm -hmm. so today we have here hi everyone I'm priscilla <laughs> i also go by bessie snow in a lot of other spaces mm, bessie snow um okay and so what should we say like what are your job titles Hmm. Um, I would say primarily, I would say I'm a burlesque performer. Mm -hmm. I'm also a stripper. And um, that's been my main uh, source of income and work the past definitely two years I've been doing full time. Oh, yeah. Um, prior to that, I've had a lot of more like muggle jobs. Oh, <laughs> muggle jobs. That's so cute. But um, yeah. It's um, hard. That's amazing. I saw your burlesque show. Is it called Bon Appetit or Appetit? It's just Appetit. Okay. My, or Appetit. It must be in my, in my head. In my head. <laughs> um, I took my grandma there and, and my mom. mom. They were literally obsessed. My grandma was like in tears because she was in love so much. It was so cute. But it, what a great show though. So I always tell people like fucking go. Yeah, I was really grateful that you came with your mama and grandma. Like so great. And you shared that. You know, allowing them to come into the space. That was really special. So yeah, thanks. that was her favorite part of being here. She, she fucking loved it. Cute. I knew she would. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. I love burlesque shows. Thank you for supporting the show. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Everybody better go. It's so good. Every second Thursdays at Volstead's in Uptown. Yeah, at Volstead. It's, um, that's that speakeasy. Mm -hmm. That's, um, everybody's like. That but exactly. it's it's that speakeasy, so you gotta go down that little little alleyway, alleyway yeah. And then there's a like little red door. Because mm -hmm. I was light. like, we were walking, and I was like, is yeah. is it here? I know. <laughs> but then yeah, but then we saw people like lined up, and then I was like, okay, cool, mm -hmm. that's good, good shit. Um, so yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so when did you say when did you start shipping? So I've started shipping May of 2022. Oh my gosh. Oh, mm -hmm. oh yeah. So mm -hmm. then you've been doing burlesque for. I've been doing burlesque for five years now. Okay, but, okay. Mm -hmm, so I started doing burlesque, and then I went into the strip club. Why did you start doing burlesque? Like, what made you turn from the Muggle world? Well, I was still in the Muggle world, but I really wanted uh. to find like, I don't know. I I was a theater kid. I've always did something creative, and I think as I got older, it was hard to find avenues that fulfilled that. And mm -hmm. I've always been interested in like erotic arts and stuff like that. Oh so, God, yeah, and like bur I to this day I don't remember what hat like what inspired me to Google burlesque classes, but I happened to do that, and I started taking some classes, and then I. Did not know it was a whole little industry and world. And yeah, like a whole community there. Yeah, and so it kind of sucked me into the world. And five years later, I'm still here. That's amazing. Yeah, because um, when we were there at the show, they were talking about there's a school above. Yes, yes. And I was literally like, oh, my God, dude, I want to do this so yeah, bad. You should. It's literally... I'm like, I could do this. You could. You know? Yes. Just like sexy. Yeah. And fun. It was amazing. I can't get over it. <laughs> Such a good fucking show. Mm -hmm. um, okay, wow. So you're like new to everything, I feel like. I am. Like five years? That's pretty new too. Mm -hmm. And then, so you've been dancing like a year and a half? Mm -hmm. Damn. I know, I'm a baby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know, but I love it. That's so, okay. I that's started so at 30, crazy. 31. Started stripping at 31. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Can I ask like what the, what, what the show entails? Um, the show that I produce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, so you know. it's um, kind of an ode to the roots of 
burlesque that I love of um, bump and grind. So um, it's very much foundationally in um, jazz and blues music. So good. And, um, you know, in burlesque, we have something called classic style, which is mostly just a term that describes more like costuming. So kind of like corsets and bras and panel skirts kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but it's really just um, a fun show where actually I have uh, two other core castmates, Diva Rose and Sweet Pea. And then I invite two other guests to perform with us every month. And it's all actually improv, improv. Um, because we usually choose our songs the week of, and um, it's really about the fun of the call and response of burlesque. So it's like very interactive with, you know, the audience. Yes, you're um, so good at that. Yeah. And then we also always end the show with a fun little bathtub act. Dude, so that was that's my really fave. Fun. Yeah. I was literally so excited. Yeah. It's, it's a like, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's super hot. <laughs> Um, what, and then, um, improv, I love that it's all improv. Cause that's like how I feel like that's how stripping is too. Mm-hmm. Everybody always asks me like, do you practice like for your stage? And I'm like, first of all, it's hilarious mm-hmm. to ask me because like, I'm not doing anything crazy <laughs> on stage, but, um, it's like, no, though. we just like, we pick our songs and we go up there and we move. Yeah. Right. And even like the girls who are like really good on like a pole and shit, like mm-hmm. most of the girls that I know, or most of the people that I know, um, it, yeah, they just bust out whatever they're feeling like, right. and whatever song they're choosing. And that's why I'm always like, oh, my God, you guys are like so good at what you do. Because even like shit face wasted, I've seen people just do like at a phenomenal stage, like so crazy. Right. And I think that's part of what's amazing, too, at the club is like, you're right, no one's rehearsing. So in a lot of ways, like it depends really on who's there that mm-hmm. determines like even how you do your stage set. Right. right. Cause if people are tipping money, you're probably going to be giving more energy yeah. and doing more stuff. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's kind of similar to burlesque like where you're getting that energy from the audience and you're kind of responding and they're influencing yes. what happens. I, there was like um, a little person walking around with like a ones basket mm-hmm. and I was giving my grandma ones and she was having a great freaking time. Oh, so cute. Y'all were amazing. <laughs> I loved it. Yes, we got a little VIP table too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. They were tipping really well. You were showering us with so much love. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. There was one lady there though that definitely, I know she kept breaking the uh, no touching rule. Oh yeah. She was having a really good time, mm-hmm. but she definitely kept breaking the rules. Yeah. Um, I remember that she was hot as fuck. <laughs> I was like, I saw her husband. This was like after I had a couple of drinks. And I was like, I was like, is that your wife? Yeah. And he was like, fuck yeah. And I was like, she's hot as fuck. And he's like, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, there but, was a wild group of, I think. Yeah. Usually, you know, burlesque, you know, we really practice um, teaching our audience about consent. Yeah, yeah. That's what you can. Yeah. And so, I kept having to come, go back and say, and I was like, ooh, I was yeah. like, this girl's in trouble. And it's hard because you want them to have a good time, right. but also you're not allowed to touch people's bodies just because yeah. you want to, you know, you feel like you want to. Yeah. So. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we have to teach men at the club that all the time, too. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. It's so like, it's like, there's a certain amount that you can engage with us, but mm-hmm. at some point you need to like ask. ask. If you want to smack my ass, just ask mm-hmm. me because I'll be like, VIP. <laughs> What's up with it? Exactly. God, I had a customer last night. <laughs> I was there. I think I remember him. <laughs> I saw you with that guy. <laughs> this motherfucker. Okay, first of all, he came to Minneapolis to buy a snowmobile. And the person, so he drove here four hours mm-hmm. from like fucking Detroit Lakes. No, wherever is four hours. Bemidji. Mm-hmm. Drove here from Bemidji. <laughs> I, say, I probably knew him. Yeah. Um, he drove here from Bemidji and he said that the person sold the snowmobile while he was on his way down here. Like by the time he got here, the person had sold it already, like from under. Okay, him. wait, can I interrupt for a second? Because I'm so weirded out because the guy that Paris and I were with last night in VIP came from North Dakota to pick up a snowmobile <laughs> and picked it up. Oh my god! What? What if that's him? Yeah, that was his snowmobile. Your guys' snowmobile. Oh my god! Oh, that's so funny. I know. Shout out to anyone who's coming down to get a snowmobile. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Because I was like, that's so messed up. And yeah. he's like, yeah. So what do you do here? And I was like, this. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, you should use that snowmobile money and bring me to VIP yeah, with it. And he did. And he was like, okay. Yes. I was like, that, well, that was easy. But he did keep asking, like, what can we do? What yeah. can we do? And 
I mean, I guess like consent, like he did ask, can he eat my pussy? To which I said, no. Mm -hmm. But he asked a million times and he's like, can I, can I see it? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I would love this to be a brothel. That Mm -hmm. would be so great. Mm -hmm. Um, However, not allowed. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, you're just being nice. Like you're, you're just being coy. He's like, I know, I know how strip clubs work. You're not my first hot girl. (laughs) He knows how it works. And I'm like, I'm like, look, like I understand, but like there has been some things that have happened in some strip club VIPs, of course. But I was like, I've been here quite a while and I don't want to get fired. (laughs) Like that's so crazy. And I don't even think that the VIP there. It do, it doesn't feel like it's like I would be so I would be scared to try and do something crazy like that mm-hmm. because it's like sheer curtains, people can see that, and you know it's not even I, necessary for me. It always comes down to a health thing for me. It's like when men like you know can I eat your pussy or whatever. Ew, it's God. almost like okay if I say yes to you, most likely I'm probably saying yes to everybody, which again is fine if I am, but it's like. Don't you wonder, like, what you might? And this man, this man smelled like, like oh, just cigarettes, no, dude. No, no, that's all he I smelled know, like. I saw him. I know he was and sitting in front of the stage with his buddy. He was really hairy, and I remember <laughs> I was like straddling him, and I was like, "This big ass belt buckle," because of course he's like, "What, like, whatever a hillbilly is of North America." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> North Minnesota. A fucking goddamn hillbilly. A what? Wood ticks, for real. That's what they call really? them. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. Like like rednecks from that area. We call them wood ticks. That's crazy. I'm from that area. <laughs> okay, well, that's what he was. And he had on his big ass bell buckle. And I was like, he was like, this my smallest one. Like, he's like, you lucky I wore this. And I took, I remember I took a picture of it. And I, I posted it on my Mila Savelle page. And, and my guy was like, gross. He's like, did you have to post that? Because all you can see is like a bunch of like black hair, hair and, belt buckle. and a belt buckle. Um, but I thought it was hilarious. Mm, it is. So whatever. It is hilarious. I'll have to show you later. But I, I need to see that picture. He paid in all cash, so I love that for me. That was, yeah, our uh, dude paid in cash last night, so that's always yeah, nice. I love cash. But then he didn't have any He only had enough cash to pay for me and the bottle. And then he and then he was like out of oh, cash. No tipping. And I was like, right. that's fucking sucks. But at least I got 600 in cash. Yeah. What was, was he going to buy? A $600 snowmobile? Or no, what? he was going to buy, I'm guessing he was going to buy a $1,300 one. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. so. Because he bought, like, I think the bottle he got was, like, either 530 or 630. No, it was 630. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That'll just never get old or whatever. Yeah. I can't I possibly. Yeah. I always think of that money. I know. I should have took that. <laughs> I should have fucking took it. But I was just like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it wasn't that hard to get him to go. Because like, he was there for a minute. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was surprised. I was very surprised when he even got that bottle. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. okay, he was he was down. I had definitely been drinking because when I think back, I'm like, I should have just like made him give me that money. <laughs> <laughs> left it on the table. But I mean, I guess I was like, you know, I'll help sell bottles. Yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone whatever. Because I usually get a nice tip, anyways. But. Mm-hmm. Not from him. But um, so yeah, that was my champagne tea, I guess, for the fucking for the week. I didn't I wasn't even gonna go to work either because I was like, fuck that, it's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you came, look at that? yeah, and you showed up. That's great. And Voila. you made some money. I love it. I know. Yeah. I love when that happens and when it's fairly easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is our club your first club then? First and only. First and only. Yeah. Damn, that's first crazy. Hopter yeah. cherry. Mm-hmm. You dance at the at at there too. I, I mean, yes. we're saying it, right? Yes. I mean, I know he said it for me, love it. Okay. Yeah, I dance at Seville. You dance yeah. at Seville. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. What well, was that like your first time? Like, <laughs> I was going to ask, like, what was your first, like, is it a big so, departure? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually um, auditioned once and didn't get it. And I think what I, the fuck? I went super burlesque. Wow. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, hmm, I wonder. And um, it didn't work. And so I, Took like, a week and a half. It up, dude. Yeah, and sweet, <laughs> and sweet P, who you know, um, uh-huh. has been like a wonderful like mentor to me in a lot of ways, navigating just all the different transitions into like sex work and stuff that I've yeah. been going through. And um, I did a little like session with her, and definitely moving as a stripper versus burlesque is very different. And so I had to kind of understand that mentally, mm-hmm. even 
the look is different. Yeah. The energy is different. And so I went back again, auditioned, then I got it. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's so that's so interesting. Yeah. They were they were literally like stripper it up. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And um because what is it like kind of like more maybe more faster? That's the thing. I mean, I don't think I moved any differently. I think it was my look that I changed. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I looked very pinup-y kind of like this when I went and I wore a kind of a simple burlesque kind of outfit oh. just a bra and like panties and like a little panel skirt but i was like i want to entertain them you know but oh my gosh it's so yeah. it's so it's interesting inter- yeah, yeah because i've seen a lot of auditions where i would never think they would get hired for but then they get hired and um so, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of blowing I, I, my mind actually that like that it'd just be because of your like you're clearly I'm attractive saying, enough yeah. and mm-hmm. it's like hey she's dancing up here like just well, when I went to one we'll of these clubs, ups. I don't know. I went to one of these clubs and I went, I've like been like an OG stripper, like mm-hmm. at this point, like I'm an OG, okay. And um, they they were like, oh, well, you can come back. And they like didn't know who I was. And it was because I had braids. Yeah. They were like, mm, come back during football season. And I was like, that's so interesting because mm, I will say when I, um, when I went back, I went back and strain, I straightened my hair mm-hmm. and did my makeup very different. And yeah, and when I went, I definitely I, I had curled my hair, mm-hmm. and so I looked a little bit more yeah. raci- racially ambiguous than I, you know, I don't know how much I can change that, but I definitely kind of molded. Yeah, and that seemed to work. And yeah, um, mine was at mine was at Rhino when they were like, "Oh, come back football season." And I remember the next day though, they called me back and because because one of the managers had already knew me, and he mm-hmm. was like, "No, yeah, like, tell her to come back." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, like." My hair's not always in braids, but like mm-hmm. that's crazy to me. But that was a while ago, and ever I think that that little manager guy got fired. Mm-hmm. So that's good because I feel like he had like a stick up his ass mm-hmm. and was on like a little power, little power trip. I think there's so many factors into why someone might not get hired, you know, and it might not just be kind of the worst things you can think of. It could just be you have too many girls, or you know, the mood that whatever it is. So I didn't take it personally but i also knew there was a learning curve for me oh it's so that's so good to not take it personally Hold on i second. fucking take it personally yeah. right mm-hmm. oh <laughs> i, I hate auditions oh, so much i'm queen of not taking things personally like, How no i need awesome here but still performing that's such a good get it that's such a good thing to like unlearn is like taking shit personal when it's like not at all yeah but or it might be sometimes it is yeah it might just be yeah. fucking assholes what do you think does that come natural to you or is that no, something I think it's that you... absolutely learned something that I practice. I'm not perfect at it, but I think to, uh, certainly like um, practice. I, I learned that at the club all the time, especially when you get rejected. It's like, oh, yeah, how? for sure. It's like, of course, it's not personal. I'm amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's clearly not what you're looking for. And right, that right. doesn't mean anything else other than that. You yeah, mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. It's like because I've had guys before be like, I'm sorry. Jordan. And I'm like, it's like Baskin Robbins. Like yeah. you could pick your flavor. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I can see being secure about that, like you know, the guys thing, because you know that people do have different tastes. But mm-hmm. there's something about it's just as long as I don't the guy's know. Not pract- rude. What's that? Oh, as I was just saying, as long as the person's not rude, I've yeah. seen yeah. girls like crying before. But it's like, I don't think it's like always no. just a rejection. It's like the rejection plus like they're rude as fuck. Yeah, yeah. If they're you know being racist or whatever, I yeah, think that's a different ball For game. Sure. But if it's simply just like he's not into me or yeah. he's looking just really. Sp- specific they want about bigger titties little titties whatever it is blinds what i mean people are people are so very specific honestly mm-hmm. they can be so I, for me it's like i'm not going to compete with that and i don't need to because no. there'll be someone else who desires exactly me so that's kind of how i function and you make your money that's a good no mm-hmm. that's a good way to function mm-hmm. is there a uh, like a type of um clientele that you feel that you attract like you know do you have a type now where they come in the door and you go like oh, okay these are my fucking people not really. I've learned to also not judge the person coming in. I mean, you tend you get to learn how to read certain things, but I'm constantly shocked by how maybe I'll see someone, I'll judge them by like, oh, they're not going to do shit or oh whatever. God, you know? Right? Yeah, and then they do. Um, yeah, and then I think you know, and so our club and supposed we have a specific kind of thing clientele built in because of the type of club we have. So we have a lot of you know like white cis businessmen, mm-hmm. and I think oftentimes they are seeking 
women that look nothing like their wives. Yeah. So I think that works in my benefit. Um, so oh, I, yeah. They I, want that fantasy. Yeah. Um, I'll get a lot of men who fetishize that I'm Asian. So there's that. And of course. So there's I'd that. I'd love to talk about that. Um, there's, um, you know, and a lot of people actually just mold me into whatever they think I am. So a lot of people think I'm Latina, whatever. It's like... <laughs> Whatever it is. Actually, when I first started working there, they would just play me um, Latin music. Because I think all the DJs thought I was Oh, Latina. my God. That's fucking hilarious. And I'm Japanese and black. So. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> oh I was going to ask you that. Gosh. Yeah. So, but again, it's like everything is kind of face value in a lot of ways mm-hmm. in that space. So, it's like, again, I'm not taking it. I just think it's, I just find it funny. Yeah. I mean, I always say I make like way different money depending on like what my hair looks like. Like Mm -hmm. if it's blonde or if it's like my natural hair. Yes. This is very different, especially because of the clientele that we have like Mm -hmm. at that specific club. I just do way better when I look as fucking white as possible or anything, anything but fucking what I actually am. mm -hmm. I think that's, yeah, that's the reality that we live in. So, and you know, it's nice when true i'm like chugging chugging uh, the celsius yeah so <laughs> I, I definitely experiment with hair and stuff too whether it's like a style or if i straighten it for me wear it natural or whatever yeah. or i'll put clipping bangs in and i oh, know cute yeah what have you found like work like is there something that's worked better than others weirdly i feel like my clipping bangs make me money <laughs> i just don't like Dude, bangs i always I say that's, that's all for love, women oh i love bangs no i know women do but that's uh, what i always say like i've never heard a guy go them. like oh i love women in, some bangs it's so fun and then what i'll do is once i get that's to vip i'll take my clipping bangs off <laughs> oh <my> God, really? <laughs> yes you I'm take like, your hair off too? Yeah. oh my god that's so funny <laughs> i'll just i was like look at this trick <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like don't fucking touch my hair <laughs> They're always trying to run their fucking fingers They do try to mess up your hair all the time. Mm -hmm. Really? Oh, yeah. That's when I got to be like, don't don't touch my hair. They want to run their fingers through our hair. Yeah. Such lover boys. I guess I had to learn that first time hanging around black women. (laughs) I guess, like, now that I think about it. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't touch our hair. Yeah, it wasn't natural. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Now that I think about it, I'll retract that. Um, Yeah. What, what, um... Do your skills from burlesque, do you feel like it's, I don't know, like mm-hmm. translator? Or do you make extra money using mm-hmm. it? Like, I don't know. I think, if anything, stripping has made me a better burlesque performer than the other way around. Um, it's helped me to slow down. It's helped me to, you know, with burlesque, it's breaking that fourth wall and that's the fun of it. And mm-hmm. that's the same with in stripping when you're on stage. You can break the fourth wall if you want to, or you can also just be viewed, right, as this like object of desire. And yeah. I think I've learned to kind of lean more into having more closed moments of just being object of desire than constantly engaging, engaging, engaging. Um, and also, I think it's like a different kind of energy that you tap into when you're a stripper that's so like sacral and like rooted. And I think, I, I mean, I've had a lot of peers in burlesque tell me that they've seen a huge shift in me as a performer since I've worked at the club wow. in, a, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah. For sure. I also think my boob job does, does help. Too. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I love, Oh, I love your boob job. Yeah. Do I mean, I love my so boobs good. before, but I definitely well, yeah. think it's something that I get to play around with a little bit more. Yeah. They look fucking great. Thank you. I love them too. Is, is this fun. you right here? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah, they're sensational. Thank I you. saw. I wasn't sure who it was. But yeah. it was you look. That's like actually Selma Hayek. That bra and thong is what I wore to my first audition. Oh, I didn't wear the fringe. That's I, good. Yeah, I didn't wear the <laughs> yeah. fringe, but I did wear the bra and thong. So maybe it was just too colorful. For the listeners, I'd say she does have a Selma Hayek sort of like <laughs> vibe or whatever. Yeah, I can be anything yeah. you want, babe, if you're paying me right. <laughs> I pay you to be so high. Uh-huh. Um, such a good scene with mm. that snake. I know, so sexy. <laughs> she's goals, and she still looks amazing. Yeah, she's the best. I remember time. seeing that when I was little. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do that. I know. We are doing that. I know. Literally. Mm-hmm. Well, that little me, little mm-hmm. me knew. <laughs> Baby me was like. She's gonna be a stripper. I was literally, but I was always like dancing like naked in front of the mirror. I know. I remember d- dancing to move your body like a snake, ma. Mm-hmm. And I was like twelve, like in the Just mirror, like, like yeah, fucking like arcade. I know. If we look back on it, I think we all can kind of see that our trajectory. <laughs> makes uh-huh. sense. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like people, were, like people in my high school would be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, oh, she's a stripper. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you know you could do it, Priscilla? Or like, is it something that you fantasized about ever when you were younger? Yeah, I think I've always loved seeing women naked um, and just so being beautiful. comfortable in that. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought like being able to comfortably do that was always something I wanted to be able to do. And um, yeah, and I think the aspect of like enter- being entertaining on top of that, that's where kind of where the burlesque part comes in. But with stripping, I would say, you know, the biggest distinction I make between burlesque and stripping is like, I feel like burlesque is sexy work or sexy entertainment. And then stripping is like sexual entertainment, mm-hmm. um, which are like two very different things to me. And so, um, wait, I forgot the question. Do you consider burlesque I don't even, sex work? I don't even know. That's the question. been the ongoing question. And everyone has a different answer to that. Um, I think it's a part of the family and on the spectrum of it. Um, but I think that burlesque performers have a way greater privilege in on that spectrum because a people don't have access to burlesque performers bodies in the way that strippers and other sex workers do. Mm-hmm. It's also we're not exchanging a service. It's um, like three to five minutes of them entertaining and then they're off the stage and you're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so. I do believe it's in the family of that, yeah. but I, I do think they're very, very different. Yeah, I would yeah. say the, sh- the sh- I don't think that people would react the same if you're like, I'm a stripper versus like, I'm a burlesque performer. There's more of a reverence. Like, and- yeah, there's more shame with the, mm-hmm. you know, you go down the line of the fucking pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, yeah. So I think sometimes it's hard for me if I, you know, now doing both when, or less performers be, will be like, I'm a stripper, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's in solidarity of saying that to make is make it be like, you know, there's no difference between people who strip at clubs or do burlesque. But yeah. in reality, there is. And there's a lot of privilege in just performing versus that, like, sec, you know, sex work being your livelihood in a different kind of way where you're constantly violated and consent is not always a priority. And you know what I mean? It's not about people just praising you. Oftentimes people are trying to demean you, (laughs) you know, so they're very different. So Mm -hmm. definitely the family, but not the same. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. I would definitely like removed cousin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I just feel like there's society just has such a problem with, Mm -hmm. um, it's just sex workers in general. Mm-hmm. So, mm. absolutely. Yes, Jay, I will be there. Hi, Jay. What's up? At Chat Seville, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, assuming. But um, I don't know who that is, though. <laughs> he knows who but you are. Maybe he knows you, and he's yeah. going to be there. <laughs> VIP later, Jay, the three of us. Yeah, that I'm would be later. great. That would fun. be a great time. Mm-hmm. I would love that. But, okay. What do you do, like, um, for your burlesque, mm-hmm. is there an aspect of it that you think that you do well? Like, you know, okay, so I'm not super well-versed in it. Yeah. But some are seem to be, like, where they do the mouthpiece more, like, where it's more, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, uh, words, like, funny or words-based, yeah. whatever. Some are more dance and... Yeah, I think burlesque is all the things above, and it's kind of what you make it. I, I'm personally drawn to more... Um, I focus on the strip teasing aspect and the connection. So um, I really focus on how can I entertain you with, um, with, uh, with, with tease. And in theory, if you're good at tease, you can be wearing a potato sack and be good at it, you know? So it's not necessarily mm-hmm. even about costuming, but I think the artistry of it oftentimes that's fun is that, uh, cause a lot of burlesque performers make all of their costumes. They literally place every single rhinestone down, you know, um, from every the whole concept is there so and i have actually a lot of like weird acts too like a zorro act that's more nerdlesque or glinda Glinda act or you know um you can get pretty like creative creative with whatever you want to do you know but at the end of the day for me it's how am i connecting to the audience and i think that's what i'm good at where um i'm able to just I try to give a special attention to every person that is there and make them feel like I only have eyes for them. <laughs> You're so good at that. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. What did you learn about yourself as a stripper? Like, you know, was there anything that was, I don't know, surprised you? Or was like extra hot or I don't know mm-hmm. that you liked and like? Yeah, I think um, it's really not so it's really nice being able to learn how to talk back to men. 
Um, I think God. that it's really helped me to train okay, this is just like being small. very assertive and straightforward. Yeah. And not being afraid of like, I feel like before I would talk around a lot of things before I get, you know, not address what I want. So it's I'm way more direct. I yeah. think my communication has really improved and not just women, but in general with people. And especially when it comes to money, not being afraid to like ask for it, ask for it, talk about it. Yeah. Um, Cause that's why we're here. Name it, you know? Um, and the other things I think that come to mind is um, how it might be particular to our club, but I've really found a group of women that are so sweet and creative and smart and fun. And um, I really appreciate that. And mm, and it's just wild, I think, to to constantly experience like your time and body and energy um, uh associated with like a monetary numbers because on one day it could be five dollars on another day could be three thousand yeah and so so what's the Mm -hmm. difference Mm -hmm. of that day and today you know so i always find that fascinating and i know none of those numbers equal me but i just think it's funny like nothing about me changes yet depending on the day or who's there that's the value of my time and personhood that day i think Mm. that's interesting you don't think that your swagger or your like energy that you're putting out that day affects it like not significantly a lot of it is just time it's timing and it's also um showing up to see if it's yes or no you know i I think it's just i was saying that to myself the other day i was like oh if you don't go you're not gonna make any money exactly (laughs) you choose you know it's actually like constantly choosing to be be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and being saying you know seeing if this person will value your time and energy in that way yeah oh my gosh lately i've been so burnt out because i don't because i feel like in stripping you really have to like somebody said the other day you're literally cold calling (laughs) customers and like basically it's like selling like am i fucking worthy Mm -hmm. enough for your fucking money you know and Mm -hmm. um i just fucking get tired of that and that's when i get like real direct like it is let's go to vip or like do you want to dance and like some guys always want to like sit and talk and i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm here for money so i don't even have time for that and like sometimes like one like one guy like last week like he did not like that and i was like all right well Mm-hmm. It's my grandma. Grandma, hi. <laughs> <Take> it. <laughs> um, I got questions for her if you got to take her. it. No, I don't have to take it. Okay. It's gr- granny for Christ's sakes. I love her. Um, you know how you said that for burlesque, mm-hmm. that the audience doesn't necessarily affect your self-worth? Mm-hmm. Was that more of a challenge with stripping? You know what I mean? Because you're kind of bare... I think, honestly, my age, starting at 31, having had a lot yeah. of life before going into the club has helped with coming into it with a very uh, more of a foundation of knowing myself, which I yeah. think is definitely helpful. Um, like I would always say, I don't know if I could have started younger because I think a, I wasn't sober and B, I think I would have just been more malleable to whatever anyone wanted to make me be. Oh, so yeah. how long um, have you been sober? Um, nine years over oh, nine, nine and yeah. a half years. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, and also my sobriety, I think really helps me to just remember why I'm there. Which yeah. Is to like work. hone in. Dude, I, I yeah. always say this. I'm like, I make more money when I'm sober mm-hmm. at the club Yeah, and have not been sober at the club in the past like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Not good. But <laughs> I'm okay. like, okay, bitches need to go back to being like sober, at least fucking at work for it's sure. It's a process. It's hard and things. I, I get fucking bored. <laughs> I wish sometimes I could engage, but I right. think sometimes it's not worth it. It's so easy to think it's a party. Oh my god! Yeah, and so it's like I think being sober yeah. helps me. Like it's work. I'm yeah. here to make and money. being young in a club when it's like literally you're getting paid to party. Definitely, yeah, you got to be like a certain type of person to not get like fucking swirled into that. And then so easy. Next oh thing god. you know, you have like. You're an alcoholic and you have an accidental cocaine problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's like normal. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's like is. normal. 100%. I mean, it's almost like that's, of course, that would happen. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, like, not, it's, like, it's built in. I'm almost. always saying, like, you know, people that like come up on a fuck ton of money when they haven't had it before, like, there's a reason why they like fucking overdose or do something crazy mm-hmm. because it's just like you just have like access to everything. Like, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It fixes all your fucking errors. It fixes every. But then like, you're like, yeah. what? What can I do? And mm-hmm. you're like, might as well get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, find some purpose in the ethers of your brain cells that are frying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mila, can I ask you the question that you always get embarrassed when I ask? No, I can't. 
I don't know what I'm you're talking about. I'm going to ask it anyway. About. Okay. It's a, uh, the, do you ever get turned on when you're stripping for somebody? Oh yeah, totally. Love it. Um, I think it's so oh, fun. I, thought you were, I don't know <laughs> what I thought good. you were going to say. <laughs> no, that's one you used to react to, but now the last like three girls have said that they get so turned on too. So. It's so fun for me because I, like a perv. it sounds weird, but I really don't approach <laughs> any guy that I'm not a person that I'm not attracted to in some way. <laughs> You what? Oh, I'm a really? really bad stripper. Yeah. So like, oh, I don't, okay. I don't terrible approach, stripper. Yeah. I don't <laughs> approach anyone that I'm not genuinely somewhat attracted to in some way. So that can be ideally just physical, right? It could be, I don't know, just their energy or whatever. Yeah. But I'm, if I'm talking to you, it's because I think you're interesting in some way. <laughs> and then of course, you know, I must, and that during that time assessing whether or not I can profit from this experience in any way. But, um, yeah, I talk to a lot of people I'm attracted to in the club. To what degree do you get turned on? Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it's interesting because I think physically when you're doing certain movements, like just gyrating yeah. or there's energy exchange and you do, yeah. sometimes you do have chemistry with someone and that's always fascinating. Right. Yeah. And that line gets blurred. Even for me, it was like, I know this is work. I'm getting paid for it, but then I'm personally benefiting in this sexual way. I love that. I love that too. I think it's double good. I, no. I, think that's, <laughs> I think that's perk of the job. Mm -hmm. Ideally it would be like, I would profit off of that experience and have a great time doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You right. know? Yeah. So I think that's so fun. Um, but then I'll ask myself, would I have ever talked to them if I wasn't making money? And usually the answer is no, but it does help. Well, that's good then. Yeah. 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 Um, do you break eye contact then? Like, I mean, is there anything you've ever had to do to mitigate that? You know, like where you go, God, I'm getting a little fucking close mm -hmm. to the edge here. Um, I think, I in, I, you know, <laughs> oh, Mila leans into that. Shit all day. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll like make out or whatever, you know, and I'll like, in, you know, they can be more touchy with me depending if I'm, you know, if that consent again is there, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. but again, remembering that I'm at work and I can't just indulge. Right. Even if I wanted to. Right. Oh, I've totally had guys upstairs where I'm like. Yeah, I would fuck you right I'd now. I'd fuck the shit out of you right mm -hmm. now. Oh, yeah. And I you <gasps> oh, wish you could. the greatest, man. Because <laughs> this is what every could. guy who goes there, like, believe me, I've sat with guys <laughs> leaving a place and they're like, I swear, I swear she wanted to fuck me. I mean, and it's always like laughable. True. But now I mean, yeah, uh, you're giving me hope again. Sometimes it is true for sure. Once in a blue moon, it totally happens. And it's great when it does. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so fun. I and wish it was that all the time. I think somebody's spending somebody spending a lot of money on you is like is half of the fucking attraction to me. Mm -hmm. Like a rich, generous man. Who's also physically hot and kind or whatever. Yeah, like you've like really helped I'll me see it. that that's like that that's not a sucker's play. That it can be kind of like a a, a hot you know, like that it there's nothing wrong with that essentially. No. Like yeah, I, I'm just saying as a guy, you yeah. know, come from our perspective. Oh, okay. She wants a bunch of your money and she likes you. Like, yeah, you know, you, you used pussy. to be dismissive Sorry. of that. And now I see it as like, hey, that's just the fucking transact. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm always telling, someone. I'm always being like, everything's an exchange. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Totally it really true. is. And um, even last night, the guy that I was, I thought was so hot and I was like, yeah, and he totally was well endowed and felt, and like he has such a hot body, and <laughs> and you know, um, I that's the person you went upstairs with. Yeah, with Paris. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it was. So I only saw the back of his head going up the stairs. Yeah, and it was just his energy too. <laughs> and also, like, I'm a total sucker for like really, like people who are in like specific fields, whether they're like. I don't know, just like I love people who are accomplished in their own way, whatever industry that's in, uh -huh. and they're passionate about it. And um, uh, yeah, I just get turned on by like people who are like passionate about a lot of things and they're good at what they do. And so that was a part of it for me Ooh. too. What yeah. did he do? Um, he was a, a he was a he was a neurologist. Yeah. Oh, tight. Yeah. Oh, so he had money. He did You're have a neurologist. Money. Give me some head. Yeah, he was yeah. a neurologist, and I got to ask him about. I have some. Issues with my nerves. So I got to kind of ask him about some of that oh stuff too. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, for me. Exactly. That was helpful. Oh, I love that. What so. was, what did my guy do? I remember asking him. My guy. Yeah. What the fuck did, what he, did he do? do? <laughs> I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well. Do you ever? All so I know is he was from Bemidji. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a hairy man. Hairy <laughs> with a belt buckle. <laughs> Which hair, hair is fine guys, you know, but I just, you know. Oh, thank you. Hairy man. Is, um. 
So you said, and I guess, you know, I don't want to talk mm-hmm. out of school here, mm-hmm. but um, are you in a relationship? I am. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that something then as a new, so first of all, how does your partner handle mm-hmm. this? You know, uh, my partner loves that I strip. They get turned on by it. They um, awesome. love strippers. They love sex workers. They love all of anything. And they all- hadn't seen Pretty Woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how I know I got to force them to watch that, that was so um, I'm also in a queer relationship and perhaps, you know, um, I think there's a lot of I don't know. I've only been seriously in queer relationships. And so I'm always impressed when a woman is with a cis man and they're very supportive. I think that's amazing. And not to say just because we're queer, like your partner is always going to be supportive because that's it's, it's not necessarily likely, true, but it's more likely for sure. But yeah. um, oh, they totally get turned on by the fact that like. People desire me and, you know, I I think guys love to tell their stripper girlfriends that they're cool with it. Like they'd love to say that. mm -hmm. And then it's like when the rubber meets the road, it's it's a very secure person to be okay with. It's about security within yourself and your relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's even beyond that. Like you like you even have to not only do you have to be secure, but it's almost like you have to be inclined to. I don't know, to like to sort of party has to enjoy it to some degree, you know, to to act because it's going to test you like it. I don't know. That would be my thought, at least. And I think it I mean, it has. We've had like our, you know, hard conversations sometimes or whatever. Or I think especially if I had like a fun little moment with somebody and I tell them, I mean, it's like usually I would say 90 percent of the time they're excited about it. And then sometimes on maybe more sensitive days, we're like, mm, you know, yeah, yeah, so, for sure. yeah. but that's, but that's yeah. normal yeah. and that's OK. And like, I think those feelings just means you care and that's OK. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Sweet. What a healthy fucking. Uh, you know what? You're too healthy to be in this so studio. <laughs> She's been like, like her sense of self is good and everything yeah. like that. Like, I'm not. I'm not comfortable. You want to see my damage side? Yeah, it? exactly. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just yeah. It, so, so that that's actually a legitimate question that I was going to ask. Yeah, is that so for stand up? There's there's a thing in stand up where they say no one's a stand up unless they've had a hole blown through them mm. in their like early in their life, kind mm. of. Mm-hmm. And I used to whatever. My story doesn't matter. But do you is that a parallel in stripping? Do you feel like no. You don't? I feel like it is. I think it's changed. Well, why would you but I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I feel like anyone who performs. Anyone you think who performs, that people who are strippers have to have had a terrible life? Or so, no, 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 no. What does that mean? A Hang whole bone through them? Yeah. Hang on. So, so before you get defensive, get your back up. Relax, please. I'm also saying that stand-ups are the same way. I'm saying anyone who seeks out performative approval, okay? Like, that's not normal. Like, most people are terrified. To fucking get up and bear themselves in front of people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I so mean, I'm saying to do that, something has to has to propel you there. I think that we've all been t- terrified to get on stage, like all the time, mm-hmm. too. Like it's not always super easy. It's just once you get up there, then it's like, oh, yeah, like yeah, I'm back here. But no, I would just say that you probably don't come from like good money, because then I don't, I don't see why you would start. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so but no, I don't think you don't think there's any rich girls who do it. I think if they did, they're doing it to like make their mommy and daddy, (laughs) which everybody knows. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Um, because I just feel like it's usually like something that we use to like get into the tax bracket of the people, I guess that we, we want to be, I don't know, but no, I don't think that you always have to have like some fucked up life. I think it's just like. If you want it to be in like a lucrative business, yeah, I, and I, and like I, a lot I, of it is money driven. It's absolutely money like 100%. driven. A hundred. I mean, and I and I, I'm more of the person. I mean, I've had my own life traumatic experiences, but for if you, if I wrote down my life in a lot of ways, it's like you're right. It's like how did she become a stripper? Because it's if you write, it's like I had a very privileged life in a lot of different ways, and yeah, and you started when you were 31, exactly, so, and I, mean, I, you know, I had a whole life. Way before that. And um, I think for me, it is completely money driven, is completely based on freedom of my time and my schedule and Mm -hmm. um, being able to to profit and monetize off of my youth and looks for as long as I can, because Mm -hmm. otherwise people are going to be profiting off of it in other ways, whether it's another type of labor, Uh you know. And so I rather control that as long as I can and hopefully 
utilize that money towards other goals I have. Right. Absolutely. Cause it is a huge stereotype to say like, um, like it's like this one saying like, Oh, like all strippers have daddy issues or oh, God, you're projecting onto me. That's not and what I was saying, but anyway, but go me. ahead. <laughs> and, um, no, I'm actually just like continuing conversation, but if you can handle it, <laughs> but, um, I can handle it fine. Oh, okay. Mm. Cause it doesn't sound like it. Putting sense. words in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, I am not. But, um, Anyways, yeah, just like, yeah, um, not all strippers, like, have daddy issues. And if anybody, if I was to write down, like, my traumas next to somebody who, like, mm -hmm. became a doctor or is a waitress or is a teacher, it's not to say, like, anything would be different. Like, I think that for me, I think what comes to mind is I think we're all deviant, you yeah, know? Yeah, sure. And, um... We're, we're also deviant women deep deviant in the best ways the ever. And also just like, we're drawn to liberation and we're not, we don't want to conform. And, um, and, um, yeah, I think there's, and I think the industry has changed a lot. I think, you know, I mean, some of the first girls I met were like middle school teachers who stopped working as a teacher and then was like, fuck teaching. Cause I get paid nothing Yeah, and I want to, and I'm working in a strip club to yeah. students to whatever. And so, yeah, somebody said that teaching is like a passion, but <laughs> like, that's what it's like a hobby. Cause you have, to, you better be passionate to get fucking paid yeah. zero dollars. Mm -hmm. It's not a money making. Like, right? Yeah. I mean, right. I completely do it for the money. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And control over my time. Why did yeah. it take you so long to do it then? Just like out of curiosity. I, I don't yeah. mean like then. Like I think yeah. it's, it's when you don't know anyone who does it. It's almost like this mysterious thing, you know? And, um, even though I was doing burlesque and stuff, I didn't know any strippers personally that worked at clubs and it wasn't until i moved here and my good friend sweet pea who used to work at the seville um he introduced the idea to me she's like i think you'd really enjoy it you know and i had i was actually working at a startup company and they had um laid me off because they were doing a lot of downsizing and i was just like i don't want to work for someone else anymore and i was like all right that kind of gave me the push to like try something different yeah and that's what I needed. And in some ways, I wish I had started sooner. But again, going back to kind of the foundational security stuff, I think I got here at the perfect time for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Divine timing. Divine timing. It must be so empowering for you guys to be like, just, I don't know, like just to be that independent of need or whatever or of money. Like just, I don't know, that you guys know you can make that much of a fucking bag sort of whenever you want or, you know. I mean, as to some degree, consistent. Yeah. yeah, you have to have discipline, you know, Be and also when you make fast money, you want to spend it fast sometimes, too. So if you're not, you have to learn money literacy and yeah. you have yeah. to, <laughs> it's, that must be a disease. I oh, think. it's so difficult, you know, <laughs> it um, is so hard. Uh, for sure. And at the end of the day, it's not a, yeah, it's, you can make so much money and, um, still be unhappy too right so that's i know yeah <laughs> i'm always thinking about that like we meet those guys rich people be fucking depressed depressed <laughs> oh, i have a mansion saddest people are rich rich white so, men <laughs> can, can i like at, so i have one experience in my life that i'm not going to tell exactly what it is but where i had a lot of money coming in very easily you can probably fill in the fucking blanks but drug dealer oh no oh <laughs> But also, but illegal, the okay. thing I was doing. So I had a lot of money. And the way I started deal? spending money was, it's the way I got this studio. But anyway. Um, I IRS is listening. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I shouldn't even gone that far. Uh, but anyway, like. I started, it's like you in a way like shame spend mm -hmm. or something like that. Like. Is that normal, oh, would you say? Was like there that. like a period for you guys where you go like, I don't know, you start getting this money and it's like, well, fuck, I'm going to start spreading around everyone or like spending like crazy where you have to rein it in at a certain point? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we all have our like basic bills when or to like have our basic needs met, right? That you have to prioritize. And then mm -hmm. depending on your situation, you might have financial responsibility for other members of your family or whatever, or a desire to do so. And I think so. Um, yeah. And then at the same time, you're like, I fucking worked hard for this money. I want to do whatever right. I want with it, whatever the narrative may be. Oh, but, yeah. You know, so. um. I always think that. Yeah. Like, I fucking worked super hard for this money. You don't know what I did for this. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I feel like, to me, like, my money is, like, to me, it just feels so much more valuable. 
Mm. And like, I have like a fucking issue with like spending money on certain things, but, but I will spend money on food and drinks and travel. I can't tell if you're cheap or like, or like no, loose I, yet. Literally, for real. Like literally I never my, get it. My dude the other day, he was like, you're cheap. And I'm like, I'm like, I just hate paying for stuff with my own money. <laughs> like it really yeah, bothers yeah, I me. I can sense that for I sure. fucking hate paying rent. Like pisses me the fuck off. But I don't mind paying for a nice meal mm-hmm. or a nice cocktail or mocktail mm-hmm. um, and a fucking trip. Mm-hmm. I don't mind paying for That's a what trip. you value. Money is like, you know, I actually yeah. was in. Um, I should go shopping. Uh, <laughs> in this uh, other 12 step program called UA, which is Under Earners Anonymous. And in that program. I it's was, what? What is it? It's yeah. called Under Earners Anonymous. But it's really a program no, about underbeing, and it's like all the ways you belittle yourself in your life to not be the most like optimist, optimal self you can be in your life, oh right? My I can't believe so, I'm not in that group. Yeah, so it's amazing because in that you learn that if you want to see what you value in life, they say God is in the numbers is what they say. So you look at your numbers and what you spend your money on, and you see exactly what you actually value in your life. Oh, my God. Or what, hey, what do you spend or, your money on? Or what you're obligated to in your life. Oh, wow. You well, so I value fucking beaches. I value squishmallows. <laughs> I, I value fucking squishmallows. Yeah. espresso martinis. Oh my yeah. yeah. And I value food. Yeah. That's, and those are great food, things to value. Travel, There's nothing to be ashamed of. Cocktails. You know, some nice people drinks. like material things. Some people like experiences. Yeah. For all the money I've made, I should have so many Louis Vuitton and Gucci bags and Don't like a brand new Mercedes. Depressed. Yeah. No, it doesn't make me depressed at all. I, I just, I spend all my money on trips, which that's I like wonderful. way more. It's a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like like dumbass is like there's this one at target okay this is how i'm cheap okay there's a 30 dollar purse at target that i keep looking at that i won't buy what is it what does it look like it's like black and like and like pleated Mm -hmm. and then it has like a gold like chain and i literally even put it in my cart one time and then i made them put it back because i was like that is so that's overspending If you're watching this, please That's, buy Mila that pleated purse at Target for thirty fucking dollars for Christ's sake. Like, and then, but at the same time, today for lunch, I literally ordered ninety five dollars worth of Benihanas for lunch. See, I have a so, hard time spending money on food. I'm like, um, but like, but I had a hard time though. I sat with it in my cart for like an hour. Yeah, and then I was I was just pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? That's worth it. Money comes and goes, it flows. Yeah, and I bought and I bought a fucking pint of yum yum sauce because I didn't think they were gonna give me any yum yum sauce, which they did. So, <laughs> if anybody needs any <laughs> yum yum sauce, it was eight dollars, <laughs> which you don't regret. No. no, and after this, I'm probably gonna go like to Lowe's and. Get a fucking espresso martini. <laughs> Dude, no, not the not the whole the, I could, I would store. A million the hotel. Years, I would the hotel. Guess where you're going. There's okay. a hotel, you guys, in Minneapolis, you. and you. the Cosmopolitan is the bar in it. Yes, okay. Which you can find me there before work mm-hmm. most times. But yeah. if you need any hardware, yeah, she'll see you at Lowe's. This is yeah. not. I don't know why they named it that too, because like it used to be the the fucking. It used to start with a G, like the Grays or some shit. Yeah, Gray. Yeah, uh, yeah um, which was a way better name. And then they changed it to the Lowe's. And I was like, yeah, that's like Home Depot. But, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> whatever, though. They, but maybe where they're from, they don't have a Lowe's. Maybe they only have Home Depot and Menards. Menards. Yeah, I was introduced to Menards when I moved here. Hit us up and let us know if you prefer Lowe's or Menards. Oh, my God. Priscilla is there. funny. So starting stripping, you have your partner at home. Has this... Like energized your sex life or Ooh. like changed it at all? Yeah, hundred percent. I think that I don't know if stripping directly, but I think my uh, foray into just sex work in general. I um I sometimes assist. I do Kinky Friday, which is a kink event at Gay Ninety. Yes. Um, I assist. Girl, I what is that? that? What it's, do you do there? So that? there, I'll do a stage scene depending on like this. Last Friday, I did it, and last I Friday. Go. Actually, did a scene with my partner who was a pup and wore a dog mask. And oh, yeah, I was there a little. Oh, dog. I saw you post that. Yeah. Oh, that was hot. So, um, and the theme was leather and lace. So Ooh. a lot of that was love it. You know, um, and then I'll do lap dances and stuff there. And what's so nice actually about that event is that 
people come up to you to get dances so you don't actually have to like work the floor to make money like yeah. people come to you when they See, want to I dance love that. how it should be just come um, up to me and yeah dance. it really is how it should be like it's fucking I fucking hate get, approaching like, people yeah ideally that would be the case but it's not um we can also negotiate different things there's a gentleman there that will come sometimes and see me and he wants my dirtiest shoe um and he wants me to step on his balls and his <gasps> neck those dudes man and you know he pays me 80 bucks for a song and i just step on him with my dirtiest shoe that's fucking amazing i know i had a sex worker friend when i lived in la who had a guy who he wanted her to push cake like she had like a six inch stiletto heel and she wanted him to push cake into his mouth like stomp it down his fucking throat like it was gnarly i just i wonder Mm -hmm. i always wonder like where did this like start like psychologically like i wonder like did something happen like and Mm -hmm. with cake one day and you were just like right this is what turns me on how do you find out that's how you get a boner Mm -hmm. yeah because i i remember watching like you know tlc like weird sex or some shit Mm -hmm. and that dude who like pops balloons and gets like and like comes every time it pops. What? Yeah, he like gets off on balloons. But he said like one day when he was like a little kid or something, like something happened with a balloon and he just like felt like all tingly. And then ever since then, so that's, that's just get interesting. Him on the show. I feel that way when I listen to ASMR videos. Oh yeah, the tingly food, feeling. I literally will like feel that in my. Ooh, I like I it with the soap, with like the soap cutting and oh, yeah. the soap crackling. Oh, it's so gratifying. What? I, I, I like that. It's yeah. like it's I could so- watch it for hours. Yeah. No way. Okay. Yeah. I'm, this is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. You've never like listened to something and get like goosebumps mm-hmm. and like. I, yes, but uh, but it. Like ASMR is something that's just passed me by. I'm a 43 year old white man. Like, you know, just for whatever reason, I fucking missed it. It's soothing. Yeah. But uh, you guys did, and it's in your little sizzle reel. But remember, you guys did the bite into the potato chip thing? Yeah. And I got it, like, not that I thought it was hot. I just, it's satisfying to listen to in some weird way. It's interesting. And I did come. I clearly like this. It feels so good. It does. Yeah, it does. Light breath and whispers on your ear is good. It makes me like, it it could like put me to sleep, like whispering in my ear. I'm like, ooh. I love it. I'm I'm about to download a a video. There's some great audio. You can get into some weird porn shit, man. Mm-hmm. If you really like, you let yourself go there. Oh, I, sure. I I always do. get into some deep fucking aliens. Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I'm intrigued by the aliens. Hold yeah. on. Get I'd the fuck that. off I'd watch my dick a lot right of, now. I'd and watch like, a lot of alien porn for that's sure. That's my yeah. whole shit. Yeah. Or, I mean, not alien, alien porn, but oh. alien, sorry. We <laughs> should get those alien dildos that lay eggs, and then, <laughs> and then I should do a review Shut uh, the fuck up. It. It yeah, because, that's a thing? Oh, yeah. It, like, lays an egg in you. Oh, wow. Mila. So I could, like, be watching, like, Alien and, and be, like, and getting all kinky, like, alien ones. We are fucking doing that. I love that I'll finance that shit. Like, that's hilarious. Don't shame anyone's kink unless, you know. There you go. Boundaries. I don't want any real babies. Mm-hmm. I'll just birth these fucking alien eggs. I love that. I'll be your um, alien birth doula. We should do a yeah. video where like guys have they have a dildo that comes in your mouth and make guys like try it. Just they to, have like, that. See what it's like they do like yeah. like that. What? Yeah, they like, have. There's a hot shot. I thought I just invented something. They, no, they have ones that fuck you, ones that come in you. I think it's mostly for like content creators and stuff, you know, because then you can like. Think like you're doing like a cream pie and shit like that. It gets real crazy. Some oh, of these fuck it. me machines are like 300 bucks. That's the only reason why I don't have one. Yeah. yeah, we gotta get a Sibian for the show. Oh god. Yeah. Would, well, oh, for god. myself. Wait, yeah. it's your for my house. So good. I love <laughs> old English fucking. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god. <laughs> I actually I used so to talk offended. in I used to talk in a British accent to myself all the time. Oh my god. Just a weirdo. You should just do that. It's a mental illness. Hello. My sister does it too. Lovely Jemly. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Darling. And I talk talk to myself a lot in general. Mm -hmm. I'm just Mm -hmm. a weirdo. For sure. Half the time people don't know if I'm talking to them or myself. And I'm like, well, both probably. Yeah. No, you're actually funny. One of the very rare fucking (laughs) people, isn't he? Like, really funny. (laughs) But it is because you're a fucking weirdo. Why the fuck? I love those chickens. He's always putting up some damn chickens. I love that. I feel like you're trying to call, say something. I no, it. I love I love everybody's money except for our money because it's so colorful and pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like the blue hundred. So, but 
Okay, so hmm, it's mm-hmm. been an hour, sadly, and mm-hmm. I need to fucking go clock in. Mm-hmm. We should talk about Volstead's just real quick. Just oh, to yeah, for that. sure. How much is it? Like, uh, what are tickets? So tickets can range from 12 to $45. Um, uh, $45 tickets are VIP, which yeah. is what I recommend because you're up and close to all the I was going to say, fun. I totally recommend those. It's the, the splash VIP. zone, mm-hmm. um, literally. Oh, so Hold on. What do you mean by splash zone? Because <laughs> she does the bathtub scene. Yeah, we do some Thunder? wet acts. Sometimes we have whipped cream. You weren't there at that whipped cream show, but, you know, we get a little Ooh, messy and fun. Wait, I think that I... You probably saw a clip. Yeah, I, I, I post shit all the time. Yeah. yeah, you probably saw it. But yeah, we get really messy and sexy and dirty, and it's a lot of fun. It's every second Thursdays of the month. Every yeah. second Thursday. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, I think so I'm going to come to the next one. Yeah. I think I might too, actually. Please do. It's tomorrow. It is? Okay, tomorrow? It is tomorrow. What time? So tomorrow, 8.30. 8.30, yeah. Ooh, that's very tempting. I can go, I think. Come through. Let me know if you come. Oh, I have a show at 8. Okay, hold on. Could I show up? Yeah. At nine, and would it, like like would it be screwed or? We generally do a start at nine. Doors oh, you do? at yeah, doors okay. at eight thirty. We generally start at nine, so yeah. And then how many performers? Like again, just to lay the, we're just doing a little commercial yeah. for it real quick. Yeah. yeah, so we do. We have a total of five performers, and we all perform twice. Um, so the show usually runs between an hour and hour and a half, and. Um, they yeah. also have food. They have food and have really food, good drinks. Great drinks. And um, Mila came back like raving, like truly oh, raving. I've about already it. sent a few of my friends there. Yeah, you know, you know, too. your last yeah. show, your friends were there. Yeah, Thank yeah, you so absolutely. much. I just love it when people such a good show. I mean, people need to fucking see this about it. You yeah. know, and they get that energy that we're hoping to give. Yeah, it's a fucking lovely time, and there's like yeah. all different types of people there too. So it's yeah, just like all really bodies, cool. love, yeah. you know, all very talented and professional. There's like some cute little yeah. old ladies there too. Mm-hmm. So cute. Yeah. It's a good time. I like when my grandma was one of them. Well, thank you for having me. Oh this yeah, was such absolutely. a blast and a half. And I hope to come back again. Oh my God. Absolutely. Yeah. would love to have you. You guys go follow Madam Bessie Snow and get them tickets. Oh, and um, you know where to find all my links. It's on my thing. Yeah. And in the description. Oh, I'll put it up too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll also help. Anyways, I gotta go shake my ass for some cash. Let's do so, it. If you're yeah. going, I'm going. Let's All do right. it. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so fun. I could have talked for an hour. MBC. Our relation to NBC.